Gee, Steve, what are we going to do tonight? Same thing we do every podcast. Tell them how we season. It's How We Sees It, episode 128. Uh, this time we're tackling the Batman. Not just Batman, <laughs> not the Batman, not someone else's Batman, but the Batman. Why not you the? Know? Why not the Batman? Because it only has one E, and I believe to have the, you have to have two E's. Oh, I gotcha. Mean, <laughs> now, if it was really cool, it'd be like three E's. It'd be the... You know, like Steve. <laughs> or how about like Thine Batman or something? Thine Batman. Well, there you go. That would, that would that oh that that'll be the next one. That'll be the 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 next uh, the sequel. That'll take the Dark Knight back to the uh, the Middle Ages. You know, where That'd where, be cool. where the Dark Knight belongs. You know, <laughs> Knights of the Round Table with uh, Batman sitting at the throne. Thine Batman. You know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're getting carried away. Okay. <laughs> No, we're not. That's that's good. That's good stuff. Uh, uh, so uh, I'm Noah. I'm one of the main hosts here. And with me, as always, is my main man, Steve. Say hi, Steve. Hi, everyone. How's it going? It's good to be here. Always <laughs> good to be here. Yeah. Uh, we are uh, two of the main hosts of uh, How We Sees It. We're here to cover The Batman. Uh, we uh, do a couple other different things. And we have a couple other hosts who aren't with us this time. But we'll be back with us next week when we're going to tackle iron fist season two i know everybody's super excited for it because i mean who wouldn't be it's iron fist season two i mean the buzz on that is huge um uh, if you could see the sarcasm in this in this announcement you would understand no uh but that that's our uh, our mcu um coverage right when it comes to mcu we get the whole game together but when it's just dc yeah. it's just you and me. <laughs> right right yeah. uh which is good, though, because uh, we're almost into the end of... We're doing it in a chronological order, and we've got uh, Iron Fist, then we got uh, Daredevil Season 3, and then we get into the movies. And that's that's when it's going to get a lot of fun. we got Punisher, too, right? Or is that... I, I don't know the order, I guess. that's. But isn't there's still another season of Punisher that we're watching, right? Punisher Season 2, I don't think, was included in that... Uh, what? I don't okay. you know... I'll, I'll look into it, but I agree with you. We should watch Punisher season two because it is a good one. Um, we also got, uh, you know, we'll, we'll we'll throw it in there sometime, probably when the DVD gets released, but uh, or Blu-ray because you know we're in Blu-ray times. But when uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness uh, hits the 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 DVD or instant, you know, so everybody. I already found my out. my cocktail for that one too. Oh, did you? Yes, right. yes. <laughs> Not you're way ahead of me. I haven't. I haven't even thought about it yet. But I have some ideas. Uh, we we all went and saw that. Uh, well, not all of us, but me and you and, and our wives went and saw that. Uh, the Sunday it was out for the first week. I really enjoyed it, and I'm, I can't wait to get into that. That'll be fun. Uh, but before we get there, uh, and, and before we tackle this Batman, one thing we do on Howie Sees It is we always pair a cocktail or drink to what we're watching and that's no different today we're going to cover uh the batman with this one and uh I, i'm kind of curious on what you got all right um well spoiler i really enjoyed this movie and the reason <laughs> i enjoyed it is kind of kind of like the last movie uh, when we, we covered dune it put me in a in a very 
moody place or it put me in a place that just kind of uh, a mood settled on me and I kind of immersed myself in this world and uh, one of the things that I thought it uh, did really well um, was captured a film noir style that um, in, in fact I, I did a little research and it looks like they the director Matt Reeves was looking for like a 70s feel um, but so I looked for some cocktails with the keyword noir in it and uh, I found a cocktail that, you know, it, it's not too Batman relevant, but uh, does have noir in the title. And, yeah. um, and it really, I, I thought it was really interesting just reading about it and what it involved. It has um, some kind of the basics are some overproof bourbon. So I found some 114 proof bourbon. Whoa. Um, so, hey, it called for overproof. So that's, uh, that's over, what's that, 57%? Um, yeah, you have to add a little uh, lemon juice and yuzu juice, which I had to do some googling on yuzu juice and found that it's something that's uh, <laughs> uh, not easy to come by here in, in uh, at your local market. So I I found a substitute grapefruit juice that I used used for that. But um, there you go. You also have to use a syrup, a uh, demerara syrup, uh, a burnt demerara syrup, and I had to go through the process of burning it. Um, oh, so where you, 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 use the, the demerara sugar, the kind of that brown sugar, that raw stuff and cook it up with some, um, rum. I had some dark rum and, uh, and then once it, once it, um, caramelizes, you add some, uh, a little bit of water and you create your syrup for that. So that was fun to make, but, the, and then, and then I had to get a, a sherry something that I've wanted, kind of wanted to mix drinks with uh, quite a bit. I didn't know much about it. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a dry, um, a dry sherry. And this one called for specifically a, uh, a Montiato sherry. And that kind of got me excited uh, in as far as how it's relevant to Batman, because I think of a Montiato, <laughs> I think of Edgar Allan Poe. And uh, Cask of Amontillado was uh, one of the stories I read as a kid. You know, when I, when I tried to, uh, uh, when I tried to woo my wife, you know, when I first met her, when I, when I tried to <laughs> pick up on her, I actually took her to a park and read her a, uh, an Edgar Allan Poe story. I don't believe it was this one. I think it was the Raven, which I was, she, she liked me cause she said I was kind of weird and interesting and not boring. I, I, so <laughs> I was just going to say something. I, 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 well, it must've worked. So, it, <laughs> but, it, a, but it, a Montiato anyway is that cask of a Montiato is about, is about revenge. It's about how someone uh, gets revenge on someone, something. And I thought that was a good theme with this one. Cause this is, all about vengeance and, and Batman's yeah. motiv motivation. And uh, but the the neat thing that I thought about this was the 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 last ingredient, which was four ounces of heavy cream. And I like what? And it turns out you gotta, you got to do yeah. a fat washing process. So you you basically you put all these ingredients together with the I do that cream. every morning. <laughs> and um, there's different ways of fat washing. You could put like bacon grease and different things and let it kind of settle but the, i guess the 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 grease or the the fat uh cap does something to the i don't know this is something bo probably knows more about the process i didn't i i watched some videos on it because i actually did this drink on friday thinking we were going to be podcasting on friday um so oh, i got, right, I right, got right. a trial run and i did a better job uh today um, but you freeze it and then you filter it and it takes a long time to filter it if you're just 
I think with the with the grease, if it's grease, it'll actually solidify and separate. Yeah. So it's filtering really easy. But in this case, you throw it in the freezer for a couple hours and then you run it through a filter and it takes a long time. But you end up with uh, with a nice, um, um, well, this just looks like like a gin or something like that. It's a little cloudier. Um, and it apparently it gives it kind of a velvety texture. And you pour it in and then you float some Cabernet wine on it, which I thought was kind of weird that they chose Cabernet. Why not Pinot Noir? Because it's a noir cocktail. <laughs> I, I agree with you. You should have just went with it and did it. Yeah. So anyway, this whole process was very meticulous, kind of like the Riddler is. And it just it got me in the mood. Uh, and that to me is why I chose this drink. And I called it it was called the Diamond Noir. I gave it another title called the Gotham Noir, just because uh, I think Gotham is what really is elevated in this movie. The bring, Gotham is brought to life in a very film right, noir right. style. So um, I tried to make a little ice cube in the form of a bat signal. Um, it didn't, <laughs> didn't work too well, but if you see the picture, there's a little blob of an ice cube sitting next to my oh, that's awesome. drink. It doesn't look too well. So, but this is just floated in a, in a tumbler with a, with a, with a rock floating in it. So cheers. Nice. Got, it's, it's separated pretty well. It's kind of, yeah, it's I can still see it right now. Yeah. It's been about 20 minutes. So it's but yeah. All right. Cheers. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Let's know what it tastes like. That, that's a lot of, a lot of ingredients and a lot of work goes into that one. So that's kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Flavor-wise, what, what's your... I think it's it's tasty. It almost could be more... Uh, it's Like you could add something sparkling to it and make it more refreshing. Um, uh, okay. I, would, I, I was expecting it to be a little bit more uh, gourmet, pinky out. But to me, it's it's more... Um, um, the flavor's more up front. It's easy uh, to go down, but I think it could use some bubbles, which is not what I was intending. <laughs> that wasn't, right. Yeah. That doesn't make me think yeah. of, of Batman film noir, <laughs> but, uh, but it looks, it looks, well, <laughs> it tastes it, good. Though. Be, it just, it just doesn't taste as elegant as I thought it would. Yeah. It's, it's when it stops raining finally and the sun comes out and that big rainbow comes out over, over Gotham. That's, that's when the bubbly water comes out. You know, <laughs> it happens like once every 10 years, it's kind of a, you know, a special occasion, you know, in, in Gotham. Nice. <laughs> that's good. Uh, that's funny that you went with the noir because I uh, when I get into mine I'll, I'll I'll let you know or you'll catch the the thing. Uh, for me that this and and spoiler alerts already too and I'm gonna jump right into it. I also enjoyed this movie quite a lot. Um, and I've always been a huge Batman fan. Um, I read a lot of the comics growing up. Was always into it. Never really got into the animated stuff, but I, if it's on, I'll I'll watch it, enjoy it. But I'm not gonna like just run out to go watch it. But I always enjoyed it. Batman's always been one of my favorites as a kid and everything like that. You know, I had I had the the Batman underoos and <laughs> and all that, you know. So, um always always a huge fan. Then we got we started to get to me the superhero movies really started with uh, the 89 Batman, right? You know, I know we had Superman before that, but uh, it just never really clicked until we got those Batman movies coming out. That's when it was like, "Oh, okay. <laughs> it's a new it's a new level's been set." And and so um one of the things that uh, I really enjoyed about this movie is something they haven't never done before in the other movies, and that was played up the idea that Batman is really a detective. Yes. Right? He, you know, he started in detective comics, you know, that kind of DC detective comics is kind of where it started. And, and uh, you know, he was always the, the greatest, not, uh, maybe not the greatest detective, but he was always a strong detective you know, aspect to him in the comics and stuff. He not only just beats their ass, but you know, he's, <laughs> he's that detective too. Um, 
which I really enjoyed. So my my drink, uh, I went with. It's called a Savage Detective. Nice. This is one that I found, and uh, I, it was one I was just I was searching. I started looking for different things, and I had to go with this one when I found it because I was like, I love the name. Uh, mostly, I love the name, and then I started looking at the ingredients. I'm like. Well, okay, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Uh, I had to change it a tiny bit because I couldn't. I couldn't get one of the the liquors for it, and I found another one that had a different recipe. That so I kind of combined the two, and then I changed it a little bit at the end because I'm going with Batman here. So it starts off with two ounces of a of a mezcal, and I've never I've never had a mezcal before. Um, so I, I had to get one of those, and I got one. And um, to tell you the truth, I do not know if I like mezcal. Um, <laughs> It, so out of the, t- I think it works with certain things, but it can totally take. It's not something you necessarily want to have a, a margarita. If you like a margarita, yeah, a typical margarita, that smoke can really take away from it if you're not expecting it. Yeah, that's well. That's what I noticed right away. I was like, oh, this has got that strong odor, that that really heaviness, that smokiness, that 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 dankness to it. Uh, I got a, I got one. It was um, an El Silencio. Uh, from Mexico, which you know is good. I believe uh, that's it, the one that I got when I got my mezcal. I think I still have some of that. The, the El Silencio. It was. Um, it was I the did. cheapest one at the yeah. store for the most part, which is still with thirty dollars. I was like, God damn, I should yeah. just do a regular tequila, but it is what it is. <laughs> um, and then so uh, it asked for uh, like a. Um, let me see if I can find it again. The name uh, is a uh, Amarero. Um, which is kind of like a DiGiorno. It's a, yeah, it's yeah. It's like I'm a, sorry, uh, DiGiorno. DiGiorno. I think that's yeah, but it, it's not. It's not from the nut. It's it, but it is the very floral herbs and stuff like that from Italy and stuff like that. And it would have been another thirty, forty dollars for that bottle that I probably only use once. And so one of the things I found in the other one is they used Cointreau instead of that. And I was like, okay, I'll I'll, I'll do that. I called for uh, 0.5 ounces of honey. We actually uh, got our own honey from our own bees here in the backyard, which we've uh, we just caught a new. Uh, we got two new hives not too long ago, and one of them uh, swarmed, and we actually caught it. So now we have a third hive out there. So we're wow. gonna, we're going to be we're going to be rich in honey here uh, coming in the end of summer for sure. Uh, 0.5 ounces of lemon. Uh, so lemon juice in there, and then it asked for uh, six drops of this cream citra. Um, bitters which i couldn't find so but i did have an orange uh bitters so i used that instead and then the other one it called for two dashes of a, a mole bitters which is a chocolate bitters you know or a chocolate tile style bitters and uh mole is a, you know the mexican chocolate sauce kind of stuff so i have an aztec chocolate bitters that i had had for something else and i was like well i'll use that there you so go. put those together do that all up, shake it up, put it in your glass. Then you're supposed to top it with a uh, an IPA. And so when I was at the store getting all these, I went and looked at the beers just thinking, oh, I'll see what beers they have. Um, it calls for three ounces of it. And our local brewery, uh, Cooperage Brewing, has a, uh, it's called Noir. <laughs> it's a black lager. And uh, I, I realized this after the fact that I read that as a black IPA, thinking, okay, that's black IPA. It should work just fine. Not realizing that the lager is a little bit different than a black IPA. I still used it. It comes out really dark. It looks like a, a an iced coffee, essentially, in the glass. Um, and it really, <laughs> the flavor from that black lager, which is good. It's it's like a, it's kind of like a, um, 
like a porter in a way, like a, a coffee porter kind of, you know, flavor. It's not bad if you're really into that. It's a, it's good. It kind of reminds me of a death and taxes type sure. uh, beer. Yeah. Uh, so that the beer itself is great. I'm, I'm good with that. Went to taste the drink and, and uh, I, I was like, oh, I'll wait till I'll wait because I got a whiff of it. Um, so here's here's uh, here's to what uh, here's to the movie. <laughs> this is your first drink. <laughs> yeah, I was going to chase it earlier and I, I decided against it. I, I was like, I'll wait. I'll wait. OK, um, it's interesting. Uh the 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 black lager you get a good taste of that like it, it it carries the front of it but then it has that kind of a little bit of a citrus uh backing to it from the from the lemon and the honey and the and the the bitters the orange bitters and then you get the the mezcal aftertaste yeah and, uh, yeah an ipa isn't gonna hide that that's gonna come through no matter what yeah um, it, it tastes good until until everything's gone, and then all you got is that mezcal kind of coat your tongue flavor afterwards. Um, yeah, I'm not going to be a fan of mezcal. I think uh, I do like tequila, I, or I liked it. I've liked it recently in mixed drinks, but I'm not sure if the mezcal is the the flavor for me. You don't care for the smoky scotches like the Lagavulins. Or not really. Like that, right. That yeah, it kind of mimics that same sort of smoky peaty. Um, yeah, peatiness. It's not my favorite. I've I've had a few in some mixed drinks, like some that that work out well. But I don't know if uh, if mezcal or tequila is the the mixed drink to do that with. Like I like I like the margarita flavors. I love a cranberry margarita. It's one of my favorites. Um, I don't know if that goes over well with a good smoky flavor to it. But overall, if you if you like mezcal, this is probably a good one to go with. Like this this has a a nice flavor. If you don't mind that that aftertaste, it just it, makes me feel like I want to brush my teeth kind of thing. <laughs> um, that's all I mean, but it is what it is. Uh, I just, I love the name on it, the Savage Detective, because literally that, uh, you might as well just said the Batman. Right. You know, hey, you know, speaking of that, you know, I mentioned Edgar Allan Poe in my um, Amontillado Sherry that I, in my drink, you, you've got the detective. Edgar Allan Poe is, is almost considered the, the, uh, the, the man who invented the detective novel. I mean, he, you know, oh, yeah, right. no, he's got his, he's got his uh, kind of horror genre with the uh, cask of Amontillado and Raven and stuff, but he's also done a lot of uh, mysteries like murder in the room morgue. Uh, and uh, he's got, he's got a very similar character like Sherlock Holmes that goes yeah. around and solves crime based, based on deduction. And uh, so um I'm, I bet that uh, Matt Reeves kind of drew from, Edgar Allan Poe in this in this movie, considering Edgar Allan Poe, or maybe even <laughs> some of his, his detective books, and and certainly has has kind of that noir style that's that kind of hangs in all of his his books as well. Right. I I really um, I think he did, and I, I I don't know if he chose to go with the the Batman style uh, detective portion of it, or he, if that was kind of no, he dictated. did. No, I believe uh, that was something that because this originated with uh, with Matt Damon or no, I'm sorry, Ben Affleck, <laughs> who, who uh, was going to was going to do this af after he got involved with uh, Zack Snyder's. Uh, That's right. It was going to be a bat flick. But he had a lot of bad press that came out of, you know, the tumultuous Justice League movie making experience along with his own uh, baggage. And and he ended up backing out of the project because he, he was set to write direct and and star in the batman yeah 
But it says that Matt Reeves actually came in and did some rewrites, and he said he wanted to focus on the detective ideas behind, okay. behind it. So that was something that he brought to this. At least that's that's okay. my understanding. Yeah, I know uh, the 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 bat flick uh, became an issue, and and one of the uh, it's it's come out there that uh, they were saying uh, one of Ben Affleck's friends. Uh, basically told him like, look, dude, you need to, you, you can't get in that suit again. It's gonna kill you. Because apparently, it just, it was such a drain on him, and he was drinking a lot and all this other stuff. Trying, I don't know if it was because he was just trying to live up to something that you know was so big in his mind that he was driving himself crazy and 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 doing it, which sucks. Because I, I personally think that he is one of the better uh, Bruce Wayne Batman combinations in the movies. I, I really, I, I enjoyed him as batman and had they done this movie with him maybe if it stayed the the way it was it might have worked a little bit it may have been a little bit better in some parts maybe not as good in others i think it would have been a struggle considering that they really focused on you know this being year two of his batman experience experiment um uh it 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 was more kind of him learning what it meant to be to be this this night vigilante that is there to 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 bring vengeance to the criminal underworld and what that meant and so he was still kind of in a naive uh frame of well that's of what mind. I, that's what i mean and i they would have had to have, change yeah he would have he didn't he's too old for that they would have had to be it would have had to have been an older batman but i mean if they would have stayed with the same kind of uh riddler kind of stance but it maybe was an older batman maybe mm-hmm. it would have worked you know uh, a lot of people talk about you know the 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 feeling of this movie and how it's kind of a um a uh not not another but a um an homage or a kind of call out to uh, david fincher's seven you know where there's a lot of stuff that it really fits and then um the zodiac killer both of those uh, are david with, fincher movies yeah definitely yeah. So they were saying that he really, he really latched onto a lot of that, and and I could see it when people, after the thought and talking about it, I didn't really catch on. Like I wasn't watching this going, oh, this is a rip off of this. I literally was engaged to the point where I wasn't like, oh, this is just this with this. So, um, but I know I can see it now, sitting back and hearing people talk about it and thinking about, it. like, okay, yeah, but I think it did a really good job, and I do like the fact that it was. You know, the Batman year two, although uh, I'm not sure year one, year two. I know the, those uh, revolve around a lot of um, the comic books. I think it was Frank Miller released the Batman uh, year one comic where it really deals with, you know, Bruce Wayne becoming Batman or or the, the invention of the Batman and, and the stuff like that, where this this seems like he's still even less than a year into it where it's still really new and raw like he doesn't have you know all the the toys and the gear and the stuff like that and he's still really kind of just getting his footing and and maybe it's because we take it you know take it for granted that in the in the previous batman movies and shows and everything else he's got his shit together a lot better um so we you know we think it comes together a little bit quicker i guess there still is uh you know being year two maybe that gave it enough time to where the the city knows you know the whole opening where they're looking at all the shadows and they've really kind of fear yeah they've (laughs) they've established that you know whether he's there or not people know who he is and once they see that signal the bad signal they they start looking at every every shadow for him because uh he's i love that well that's what i mean is i think it was still just new that it, I mean, that could be three months. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's true. 
But you well, know, in the, it was in the uh, diary that I think he said year two. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it is um, year two. I just the naive. It's. I thought he would have been a little bit further along, but it's okay. It let's works. talk about the very first shot because one of the things that I thought was so effective in that opening shot that I experienced, you know, I th didn't we see it on opening weekend, uh, you and me? Um, I think we did. With with Alyssa. Um, yeah, I think we did. Um, and I remember sitting in the theater and it's that, you know, that POV shot through the through the binoculars, you know. Yeah, and, with the little and, ninja. Yep, and you're watching the ninja and, and I swear, I thought that was the Batman watching, you know. I think everybody, I think they wanted and, you to. Exactly, and that's so effective in how they create, they, they, they establish throughout the whole movie because that, that is one of the themes is, is this idea of, uh, you know, the, what you're trying to stop you in a sense are, are creating, inspiring, you know, and so, and so they have this, these shots, these similar shots where, where, he, where the Riddler is doing his covert watching and then later it's, it, is, it is the Batman when he's watching yeah. uh, Selena Kyle. Selena. Um, so, uh, it's really, and it gives you that voyeuristic, creepy vibe and it's, it's effective to think really that's how people know Batman. That's how people experience him who don't know the whole comic book genre, who actually live life in, in Gotham. Here's this, this person that dresses up and goes out and, yeah. and hurts people, you know, says I'm vengeance well, and, and, yeah. <laughs> um, so it does certainly explore those, those themes of what, what it's right to be good versus, versus bad. <laughs> well, and it's weird because he, they don't really, they don't really emphasize that he's, you know, the peeping Tom type, but I mean, they, they really show, uh, what is it? There's the guy robbing the store with the, now people were saying, some people were saying that he's wearing like one of the eye drop. Mask, the drop head, like, yeah, drop head, Halloween. To mask. me, it looked like it looked looked to me like he was a garlic. I was like, <laughs> he's got a garlic on his head. <laughs> so I, I, that's what I thought until people said, oh yeah, it's a drop, and I'm like, oh okay. Well, that's that the drug like they kind of created for this. Yeah, this, yeah. this movie, this, this <laughs> right? Uh, but it was them, and then the gang that were watching the the knockout thing on the you know on the train, and then there, I thought there was one other. There's like three different people that well, are kind yeah, of yeah. There's some people spray painting. Oh, spray uh, painting. Um, yeah, yeah, and that's where he's like, they think I'm in the shadows, and that's when the they show the the bat signal, right? Uh -huh. And that's when everybody starts freaking out, and like Garlic Head gets hit by the car, <laughs> and he's like freaks out, and he goes running. The 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 um, guy doing the spray paint looks deep into the shadows of where he's doing the spray paint, and he swears something going on. And this is actually where I I did have. I wasn't as impressed with Batman myself the way they he comes out like he's wearing fucking spurs. Well, right? yeah, they did kind of this is the Mandalorian all over again where they tried to kind of Yeah, uh, and uh, bring, I I'm not 100% vibe. I'm not 100% sure if if Batman went and learned kind of his fighting and ninjaness before year 1. I thought that was kind of his is or maybe he left after a little while and did this. But he comes in there like a fully tanked version of you know this fighter you know he's all armored up he's wearing big ass boots and stuff and i get it it works but to me it, it batman was a better fighter you know when he's more light on you know he's less less of a tank and we got a lot of this in in the bat flick like the suits he's wearing are literally tanks you know where i i preferred some of the earlier ones where they were a little little less body armor and he was a little bit more flowy but it also allows the 
you know, him to get shot at a million times, which, you know, some other people brought up is like, his face isn't covered. Shoot him in the face. Don't <laughs> just don't 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 just shoot him in the chest and and things like that. Yeah, they so. got away with a little bit. I I agree there that you know like it would have been good getting him some scratches on the chin or something at times like when the when the blast blows up in his face and oh he, he should have been at least flash burned. Yeah, and I thought that was a little bit of a missed opportunity. At the same time, they can say you know this is the comic Batman that we've got to you know, acknowledge, and, and we've seen in a lot of other movies, they've already pointed out the sort of armor. I get it. I, I mean, I think it's it's a it's an artistic choice to say, we want a, the coolest looking suit, and uh, we want to we want to play for the for the audience. And there's going to be some haters out there that are going to say, you know, he should he should have been wounded. <laughs> well, it, it's it's not just that it's it was more that, you know, um, I guess the Batman I knew from the comics and, and things that I, he was just more of an agile fighter. Like he was, he, the reason he didn't get hurt is cause he, he avoided being hit. You know, he used the, the kind of old, you know, martial arts uh, aspect of, uh, you know, best way to not get hit is don't be there rather than just, you know, take it, take it in the chest and, and have better armor. Do you think, um, you know, one of the things that I, I heard about Robert Pattinson when he was exploring the role is he didn't want to, but he did did actually go back and see the other movies because he wanted to find out what hadn't necessarily been explored in the character. And I get that because they've done a lot of different, you know, they've got Tim Burton, Zack Snyder, you got uh, um, certainly uh, all the da the Dark Knight, the, the, the Christopher Nolan Nolan's. movies where this is a character that we've seen so many times before uh you want to you want to explore something new or or do you reinvent it how do you tell the same story how do you explore <laughs> this character bringing something new without changing it up dramatically i and right. and and which i thought i mean certainly the way they explore the detective side of things his fighting style i don't know they 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 alluded to uh alfred you know which i thought i love the casting Being a boxer i i love the casting of of um um, yeah, uh, Andy Serkis uh, as uh, Circus, Alfred, yeah. because he does. Um, maybe it's because I've seen him in, in the MCU, you know, playing that. That yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, I, I can't remember the character's name, but but he, Claw, huh? Claw. I mean, he was Claw. Okay, Claw. but he brings that that certain street brawn uh, persona, and when he said, "I taught you how to fight," I got the sense that that that's how they. That's where that was kind of that brutal boxing. Uh, yeah, beat your yeah. ass down type type of fighting that he would have brought to the table, and so so I thought that might have been a nod to that. But do you really want it? I mean, they're exploring different things. You don't want it to be a duplicate of everything. At the same time, you certainly don't want to go too far. No, from no, I, source I I don't I don't think they I, well, and I don't think you can ever create a wholly new Batman because unless it's the first time doing it, I mean. And he's been done for years and years in comics, right? And and you know, there's there's so much. Uh, I thought I thought what they did was great. I, I I think the Batman himself, especially since it was a year two, and in, in the way he was kind of naive and not, you know, he gets his ass handed to him a little bit. He's not as clean as fighter and stuff. So I, I give I give him a break in that. Uh, what I I did like uh, in the aspect of it too is is that, um, you know. It was a brutal upfront, you know. He's not, he's not clean and precise. So I give it that. That's and that's why I say as a year two, it works. I just, 
some of the over-armored and, and like, I wish he would have been less take the punch or take the hit a little bit more fluid. Like, mm-hmm. knock a little of the armor off and get a little more fluid. I think it would have helped. Like, one of the one of the best bat flick uh, scenes in, I think it's in the um, Batman versus Superman movie, is when uh, he's fighting those guys in the kind of, on that third story. Epic. Oh, point. that's incredible. And yeah. that's... And that's one of those ones where he's he's sliding around and moving and, and dodging and fast and stuff. And that's the fight scenes I want to see from Batman. That would have been, and you know, when I was watching the climax of this, when he's up on the up in the uh, Gotham, um, the the venue, the uh, gardens. Oh, in the, uh, Gar- yeah, the, Gotham yes. Square Gardens, and and uh, all the all the Riddler's goons have shown up, and he's up there and he's fighting them. That's that's when I would have liked to seen. Um, some choreography like like we saw in uh, yeah. Batman versus Superman because that was so epic and he moved around so just so fluidly and and appeared out of every you know and there was so much visibility to what was going on whereas yeah. in this it was a lot of trapeze act you know he was flying around and and it it was kind of it was kind of hulky and kind of yeah kind of it, clunky it didn't work it, it, especially they had such a I think one of the best car chase scenes when we get to that with the Batmobile <laughs> that I that I thought it needed to to top that because that's uh, and and it didn't it didn't uh, but well, that, but yeah if they could have taken that the the action from that sequence in Batman versus Superman and put that yeah. at the climax here that would have been that would have been wicked and and that you're right <laughs> savage sorry <laughs> savage that would have been savage savage <laughs> well and that's and that's uh, what I think this this movie did better than some of the others but not as good as some of the others is the action scenes uh were a little lower uh rated for me than some of the like nolan scenes and stuff like that um and then uh but i i i and we said this now and this is almost like beating a dead horse is the detective side of it which i thought was really cool one of the funny i mean i laughed out loud in the theater when he pulls out, you know, he's like looking for the USB drive and he pulls out and he's thumb drive. <laughs> I, I fucking cracked up. I was like, that's hilarious. And the way he delivered it, it's just like, that's just fucking hilarious. Um, but I, I did like that. Uh, I wish he would have been a little cleaner in it. Like, granted, this is still year two. Uh, if they make this into a trilogy and he has some serious growth from this one to the third one in fighting and detective work and, and all that, then it, it'll pay off. But this one itself, it doesn't have the payoff where you want to see him get a little bit better by the end. You know, he stays the same throughout this one. Uh, what do you mean his than, fighting style? Is that what you're talking just, about? Okay. Just him, him overall, his general, uh, physical presence, his mental presence. I mean, all I, the growth I, we get, I the get growth you. we get is morals, but right. we're not, not, not as, not as, Okay, that's where I was going to challenge mental because I, I I think mentally he, he he things click a little bit more towards the end and he he tries to tries to make right, but I physically I don't think there's much of a change. He tries to make right, so that's moral. But I mean more in like his detective style and skills, like okay. his, his like just to be a little bit quicker on the draw, a little bit quicker on on figuring things out. Like he literally he almost is dumber towards the end, you know. Uh, when he goes to the, uh, you know, the prison after they, they capture um, the Riddler and he finds out, you know, and he thinks he knows him, that he's Bruce Wayne. And, you know, it, it takes him a lot longer to figure all those things out. It's almost like they gets hand fed to him too much at the end. And it's, it's a little, you know, like maybe maybe he figures out that 
uh, he's gonna he bring him out into the light and and he's gonna shoot Falcone. Or before save you know what I mean? Yeah. What do you think? Uh, I think they kind of brought his ego into it a little bit, and almost like that was something that clouded him towards the end. He had to get past his ego and the fact that he thought his identity was exposed and it was all about him. And it wasn't until he got beyond that, that he finally started putting it together. Um, so I thought well, that, was... that was the other one that bugged me a little bit. When you talk about his, his, uh, persona and it, it, it being exposed, he spent a little too much time just hanging out in plain clothes, just not, not play clothes, but he, he's walking around crime scenes in his bat suit. He's hanging out with cops in his kit. Ca- cop you know his bat suit just kind of just out like you know someone would have picked up on it i mean we, we talk about uh uh lieutenant oh, you, uh, you, you mean the, you mean the fact that who he is who he is i i that i mean at least it's not uh you know clark kent just wearing the glasses you know <laughs> I, um true, true so i don't know what to tell you that i mean that's a big part of the dc um uh, superheroes in general is their identity yeah. or our well, but our i mean secrets in, in, um in the past, he was like he would deal with with Gordon, with James Gordon, uh, up up front and kind of. But as soon as there got to be too many cops, he's like, "Yeah, no, I'm out. I'm, I I'm really, gonna, I'm gonna hang up in the rafters and find out shit myself." And you know one, what I mean? One of the things I really liked about this was that first shot when he actually walks in when the cops are all around and they're all staring at him like, "What the fuck are you doing here?" Um, yeah, which isn't something that you got a sense in the other movies. This was something where they didn't want him around and, and he shouldn't be there. Um, and I loved, for some reason, I loved the Gotham police suits. Maybe it was just those big leather jackets. There was something about it that just looked really um, effective. And, and I, I loved the, the costume design and that. I really liked uh, the Batman costume design too. So um, I, I thought it was good. Uh, I, I just was a little, like I would have rather than, than him, I mean, other than him walking up the stairs, kind of being an everyday man, I would have rather him like, all of a sudden just come in off a balcony and everybody like, oh, fuck, where'd he come from? <laughs> and you know what I mean? Like, like be a little bit more like Batman. Don't don't be like, you know, some just random. Uh, uh, you know. I, I got to th- I got to say, though, that that's what made this this movie. These those little signature touches, I thought, uh, made this a unique movie. Uh, things like that, where the way he entered and 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 the the looks he got from everyone and stuff. Whereas if he came in through the window, that would have been like, oh yeah, that's Batman. You know, it would have it would have been almost. Well, I think they still would have reacted like they they may have like they might have still had the same reaction. They may have pulled their guns and everything, and that's when Gordon goes, no 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 no, he's with me. Instead of him just walking up the stairs, like how do you even get in the building? Like there's no cops down there. Like hey hey hey, you big leather suit guy, what the fuck? You know, it's like. It was a little too casual for him to hang around, you know, all the cops and. Uh, I thought they played it just right, especially that first scene. Um, I disagree, but it is what it is. (laughs) I'd like to see, you know, they never really talked about the backstory between why Gordon trusts him so much. You know, it was almost like that's a good point. And and I and and I read a little bit of interview with Jeffrey Wright, and uh, he talked about where that that's something that actually it wasn't written into the script. They had some touches to it but nothing was really said so you just kind of have to go with it but it'd be nice to I'd like to see that backstory you know I'm more interested in that story than I am bringing the Joker into it I don't I'm not, I'm not interested in going to the Joker that um, I'm I in fact I'm thrilled that they released that scene as a cut scene rather than putting it into the movie because because I think that was 
That would have been no. It was it was part of the movie. Well, they had the, the very end. Yeah, but they released a, another scene where it's where oh. where uh, Batman goes and talks to uh, the Joker, and it's an it's a dialogue between Batman and the Joker. Uh, oh, was, I that missed was, that. That was filmed, but it's not. It wasn't in the movie. It, you can watch it oh, on okay. HBO. You can watch it as an extra. It's down there. Um, oh, so I have to check it out. I. That was that was something that I actually I thought didn't belong in this and and I was glad they at least kept it a little ambiguous like is this is this Riddler or is this a Joker oh, it, or is it, not? it was yeah but, you know it's a Joker with the laugh I mean I, they're I, just yeah I know but I, I to me I thought I thought Riddler was so well done and so grounded in 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 the performance that when they brought so, Joker in it. Uh, Took 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 me out of it a little. Oh, bit. I, I agree with you 100. percent And I think I think most people are with you. It's like we didn't need the Joker again. We we don't need another goddamn Joker right away. But I think what it was is it, he's kind of hedging his bet on uh, I I need to I need to put this out there to get a season two. I kind wonder if that's same... why they released the scene later. I mean, they had that one scene in there, but the scene between Batman and Joker maybe it was to gauge the uh, the internet's response without putting it in the movie. You throw oh. it out there a month later so people can watch it. And get get some feedback because yeah, I'd, I'd rather well, they, they didn't. Let's let's talk about two of the other characters that were in this that could play uh, a big part in if there is a uh, well, I guess it's already been greenlit now that there's going to be a second one. I mean, second, um, there's some spinoffs too, right? A penguin spinoff and something. So yeah, so there's the penguin spinoff, which is Colin Farrell as uh, Oz uh, Cobblepot, which. I, I don't I don't think they needed Colin Farrell for that. I know, right? You didn't even know it was him. I thought he did a good yeah, job, I, but but but. Uh... But you know what? They could have got someone that just there. There's uh, there's a picture. I can't think of the guy's name, but I think he was in um. He was in the uh, uh, Bewitched or something like. He looks like uh, Darren from uh, Bewitched, but uh, he, he the guy looks almost exactly like what they did. Like it's like why do you? do all this to get Colin Farrell, pay all this money and do all this prostitutes. You got this guy. He could have, he could have just done it for you. He looks almost just like the character. Uh, but yeah, it's like he didn't have enough parts in there to, to really make it's, it's almost like, Oh, well it's Colin Farrell. So he's gotta be good. Well, no, not really. Like to me, he didn't only reason we know that guy's penguin is because they, they gave him the name, you know, Oz Cobblepot, which, you know, everybody from the comics know. And the only, only thing that even paid any real key to it was is after the the big car chase and they chase him down to question him and they got him with ankle cuffs on and they drive off and he he's trying to waddle away and that's the only kind of thing you get where he like looks like a penguin and, and you get the little penguin joke to it other than that he's like he's just another fucking mob boss or, or low-level mob boss at this point i thought it was kind of overkill and and you know people complain about the length of this movie that they were like, you know, you really could have taken hit, taken him out and and cut this movie down quite a bit. And I I thought he brought some good levity to it. I liked his performance, uh, it, and and I'm glad they didn't shove the penguin in your face. It was just more on a side character. But I see what you mean. It doesn't. It didn't need to be Colin Farrell. I mean, but I it didn't even need to be the penguin. It does. It could have been right. just some other some other guy. Um, maybe. Maybe I think they were trying. I mean, people want some continuity with some of these characters. You've got, you know, 
it, Save it for just, other movies, though. Don't don't force it all down in one movie. Maybe right. Maybe it didn't it didn't you know, bother me to the extent it seems to have bothered you. Uh, I mean, I, I, I just I, thought it was I, useless. And I thought, I thought it was, uh, the the scene when the, the the car scene is one of the most epic. Well, yeah, but that could have been chasing anybody. Right. That could have been chasing. I didn't anybody. know, but they've got the cutaways of him, which I thought are brilliant. Yeah. Oh, he Especially does a great compared job. Compared to Robert Pattinson, who's just kind of got that kind of that that growl yeah. oh, stare, where he's he looks he looks great being chased and being crazy, but that could be anybody. That could have been Will Ferrell playing some well, mid-level ball I, boss. But what does that matter? Why are you, why is this bothering you that it could have been anybody, but it was him? It, did he bring something bad to the role, or did or? That... No, I'm just saying. I'm I'm saying it. it the time for the movie, like three-hour movie right we're basically it's like four minutes oh, short of okay three that's hours. not that's not what i'm referring to i i, I know it, to me i think there's some other things they could have trimmed it, but there's a long, there's a lot of but, stuff with him in there that they could but, have trimmed out that, no, but you know, i i wasn't they, referring to that i was referring to your your distaste hold for on I'm, 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 okay I, well i'm getting to the whole point okay the whole point is you, nobody knew call that was colin farrell Everybody I've heard talk about this in the podcast say they knew Colin Farrell was in this and they didn't know till the very end that or even in the credits like, oh, that's who that was. So why even have Colin Farrell? I don't I mean, I don't think he's that great of an actor that like no one else could have done that that good in that role. Like there's nothing that he did that was so like, oh, my God, that just changed movies forever. Like he's a great actor. I'm not taking anything away from him, but they paid him a shit ton of money to look like nothing like himself and do pretty much what most decent actors could do. And they put a lot of time, screen time for him, possibly because they're going to try and do a, a mini series or whatever it is and pay him a shit ton of money for that too. Cause it's going to be a spinoff to have Colin Farrell on, on a, on a mini series on HBO max. Right. I just thought it like save the penguin, save Colin Farrell for another movie. Save him, you know, if you want him in here for, for that effect, make it just a small little bit part, like a little quick thing where where something happens. But, I mean, you could have cut a lot out and saved a lot of money on, you know, on actors. You know, uh, when, when the Batman, or when the first Batman came out with Michael Keaton, and it was Batman and the Joker, and then, and then it was, what was it, the Batman Returns, and it was... Batman, Penguin, and no, it was Batman, oh, yeah. Penguin, and Catwoman. So it went from two main characters to three, and then Batman Forever went to from yeah, three characters to no, no, we're not at Freeze yet. This is when we had Jim Carrey. What? We had Jim Carrey as the Riddler. We had uh, Tommy Lee Jones as Two Face. Oh, Two Face. And we got Robin introduced. So we had Batman, oh. Robin. Um, so it went from two characters in the first one, three characters in the second, four characters in the third, and then the fourth one is when we get Batman, Robin, um, Batgirl was, uh, yeah. what was the clueless, um, Alicia, Alicia Silverstone, Alicia right? And Dr. Freeze and Poison Ivy. Poison so I now Ivy. you go to five. So here it, it went, you know, it went from two characters to three characters to four characters to five characters. It was like this. Well, this one's starting off with four. Well, I know. I'm, I'm just saying. So, so they're, but, but they don't, I, I, I think they underplayed them. And I think you're, uh, uh, you're saying they didn't underplay or they, 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 they underplayed 
Um, I think he to just, a fault because he didn't need to be Penguin. Maybe it was they were just throwing the name out there and giving it some context. You know, giving the the, the Gotham world some context to his early appearance. When because it's true, he didn't he didn't come across as the Penguin yet. What was that? What's that? There's that uh, TV series. Uh, is it called Gotham? Uh, that it yeah it, it yeah. explores these characters at a young age before they become the, the true characters. Maybe it was trying to tap into some of that energy and, um, um, and explore. Yes and no. It's more of a Gordon story. Gotham okay. is more I about- watched, uh, I haven't seen it, so I'm not sure, but- It's actually really good. I, I really enjoyed it. it it's, uh, it's the Gotham story, but it's uh, uh, Jim Gordon starting out as a detective and moving his way up. But it also has uh, Oswald Cobberpot is a big part of it. Um, You've got the Riddler who plays a big part in it. Um, Selena Go or Selena um, Kyle is part of it, and she's friends with uh, Bruce Wayne, who's a young. He's like early teens, and so is she. And uh, Poison. I mean, they 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 touch on a ton of the characters, but they're all done in a different way. But it's all through the GCPD and and uh, James Gordon as as starting out as a detective and stuff like that. I, it's really good show. I mean, I, I watched probably the first three or four seasons pretty regularly. Um, cool. I, I I thought it was really good. This this is a little bit different because this this is they were all they were all kind of tied in. You know, he knew who everybody was, and so I don't I don't get that part of it. I, as much. I think the the problem. You know, I I agree it was a little overlong and it it dragged a little bit, and I I don't think it was because they put Colin Farrell in there. As I I, mean, <laughs> I I think it was a pacing issue, especially at the end of. Th- second act into the into the third act it seemed like and and i was i i watched this a number of times i thought twice in the theater um um and then as you do and then uh at least at least two times on hbo max and probably went i went back and i might have seen it a third time um yeah i mean on on hbo max which brings it total of five but this is a very watchable movie in in how i agree it's from uh, from an entertainment standpoint, it's it's I think it's very good, but it's also a great film to study because you can tell how much went into a lot of this, a lot of the cinematography, a lot of the editing. I was, but but I think there's a pacing issue towards towards the oh for, end there of the is second, there is into the third there's there's scenes and and it almost seems like it's done on purpose when when they're like in, when they're in um, the Riddler's house or his apartment and they're going through his things. And it seems like the Batman is walking about, you know, a quarter of the speed any normal human being would walk. He's just like, he's speaking slowly. He's reaching into the, the, the cage with the bat and pulling the thing out. And it's just like, come on, get on with it. You know, I know they're creating this mood and they've done it so well. But there comes a point where it it, it does tend to... to drag the soul down a little bit and say come on let's get let's get yeah, on yeah, with this a little it's bit it's because if he moves too fast people recognize him that's the <laughs> that problem is. so that's that's but what it is it's hard to correct that in post production you know it's it's it there's cuz there's a lot of scenes where that pacing works um, but I think uh, I think right in, in in that area, there's some scenes in there that are that connect things up that just just seem to to drag and and maybe it could have been fixed in editing a little better um, and uh, you, you're you're right in this that um, it really was uh, shot really well and, and really the the show itself was um, 
very artistic and 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 the visuals were very good compared to a lot of the other not just batman but just movies in general like this this had a lot of great visuals and they spent a lot of time showing you and saying, hey, we got great visuals. We're going to leave it up here a little bit longer. So <laughs> Maybe. This is the same cinematographer. Well, okay, you say that, and, and there there is purpose behind that. I think that's where you develop mood, kind of the milieu of a, of a, of a film where it gets in, kind of gets in under your skin. And the... You know, the, the way you do that is you, you take a little bit more time with scenes and sometimes you risk dragging scenes out. But uh, but if you were to cut things together too quickly, um, you lose a lot of that. So it's a it's a give and take and it's it's an art and it's not always easy. And I think this succeeds so right. well at the beginning and and there's it's, and in the middle it and even does. scenes towards the end. But but it does lose a little bit at times. It, it was shot very well. But it lingered a lot of times, and you were gonna you were gonna say it. it it's uh, Craig Fraser, I believe, is the guy, and he did. Uh, he was also Craig, yeah. Dune, right? Dune, which we just did last week. A lot of the same kind of things. Very beautiful scenes. Very shot well. Very artistic. Dragged them out a little bit. Like it's 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 someone that laughs at their own jokes. Like they're trying to tell you it's funny by, hey, look, I'm gonna laugh at this. So you gotta laugh too. I mean, it's like, hey, I shot this really beautiful scene. I'm gonna leave it up here a little bit longer so I, you can see how beautiful it is. I don't think that's the case. I, I, I get what you're saying. I mean, it's like you're showing off your work a little bit, but if you've got something behind it, if you've got a reason, if you're trying to create something more than just the visuals, the visuals become an ingredient, I'm all for it. I, I don't, to me, I mean, if you look at the first, the first, act of this movie when it draws things out and so it, it to me it does it so effectively i don't think it it over lingers and yet it, it creates a mood some. that there's some i i don't I, I think it does later in the movie i don't think at the beginning it does so i'm just saying i i, I do think that there's there's reason beyond ego <laughs> you know look at look at my beautiful painting um you know, I, you know i'm th- sure there's a little bit of that well, he he was standing behind the editors, going, "No, no, you must oh. leave that." <laughs> let's let's talk about that that car scene, uh, the the car chase okay. scene, because um, I've watched that. I, I was even watching that. I brought that up uh, before uh, before we podcast on it, just just because I wanted to see it again because it's so effective. How especially the big climax when when that you know that when that. He's Huh? When he's walking, to, when he's walking towards him, and well, the it's before, right it's back. before when that oh. when that whole crash happens, and it's great how that one truck just drops its its rear and just invites the Batmobile I to mean, launch. Yeah. I know, oh, I know, it's, 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 it's obnoxiously ridiculous, but it is so <laughs> epic. I give it all the you know all the credit for how beautiful right. it comes together. And you're right, it is like overly convenient, but it. That's what almost made that scene work so well for me and why I was so excited. Every time, it's just crash, 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 boom, and then launch. And then they, they play with time a little bit because then they cut to to, to Penguin or Oz as yeah. he like stops and look back, I got you, I got you. And then, yeah. and then, it, and then it cuts time and the, the, the Batmobile just launches with this. It almost like you hear a lion roar as it bursts yeah, through the, the flames. flames. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, and not only that, well, Speaking of soundtrack, I'm sorry, I'm getting carried away. But there's there's the drums that are happening, the beating drums, and while those beating drums are happening, this is a little earlier. They're on the freeway, and he not and um, I, I don't know. I think it's uh, Oz driving his car, knocks over a whole bunch of cones in the center divide of the freeway, 
and it's this it's this rumble that just kind of works exactly with the soundtrack and I, I that's that's where i'm thinking the director's like oh we got to leave that we got to tie that into the soundtrack because that works perfectly nice <laughs> um i did enjoy the scene it was very it was it was a great car chase as far as car chases goes it very dramatic and and yes i i have to you know giggle a little bit or smile when that ramp just slides right in <laughs> at the last second it's kind of i almost i almost would have rather not slide in at the last second i would have rather him had to veer to get to it you know what i mean like he sees it i know I, I, i'm just I, saying let's let's make batman think a little bit and have to do some skills rather than Oh, the shit just falls his way. I thought it was kind of, you know, it was kind of like really good sex and that orgasm just presents itself and you just launch into it. I know that sounds ridiculous, but but <laughs> I'm not trying okay, to. Before, no, no, it's great. I, I, I like your analogy. I, oh. I, I'll have to watch that with a different mindset now. Um, no, please don't. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, before we get to that, uh, I got some other things to say about this. Okay. One of the cool things, as someone, someone mentioned this, uh, it was that when you're first introduced to the car not i don't know if it's the first introduction but it's that it's that introduction right before that chase when he goes over and he turns on the car and it just sits there in the kind of in the dark and it's it's growling it's it's revving up and stuff like, like christine that. Guy, from stephen king <laughs> yeah and that's what the guy the guy's like it's like 10 seconds of this car just growling yeah. at you like and i was like oh yeah you're right <laughs> that it, it, it was it was powerful in that um so watching this with Alyssa, my wife one of the things that she commented on was how much she doesn't like that scene. Not because of how spectacular and all that is. Her thing is how many innocent people are fucking killed during that scene. Yeah. You know, this... there's all kinds of accidents. He's just, he's wrecking everybody behind him and stuff like that. It's just like, oh yeah. Yeah. They don't even touch on it. I, like... I almost, you know, I didn't mind it so much during this scene, but in the climax of the movie, I think I think they should have hinted on a little bit more. They showed a lot of destruction, but they didn't show any death. And somehow I yeah. think they should have <laughs> brought that into it. Maybe that was just to get their PG-13 rating, but I thought it was important. Oh, for to, sure. No, they to... couldn't just be shooting down on, on well, people, I mean, you know, fishing a barrel. They, they That's what they, I mean, they, when they do the POV shot looking up at all the shots being fired and you know there's the crowd, you know that people are dying, but... I it, thought they were just like, shooting at Batman at that point. Maybe, but I, I I don't think they ever shoot other than the first shot at the the um even Riddler the mayor. Alludes, even Riddler alludes to the fact that, you know, all you know after his seven vans go go boom and, and blow up the seawall yeah, that 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 uh you know the people that don't get washed away get uh you know are the ones that that end up heading towards Gotham uh Square Garden. So so you get the impression that there's a lot of death going on. This is a tsunami. That oh, takes for over. sure. Um, but it's, so it's bad all around. But yeah, to make it a PG-13, they had to I, kind of uh, no blood, no no death. I I wonder if there would have been another way of trying to kind of insinu insinuate the the death without you know maybe just in the shadows seeing people going down or seeing <laughs> reactions of of loved ones you know in kind of horror watching their. You know, without yeah, showing I mean, blood, I don't, I don't know. But uh, to me, I thought it was uh, missing in the end. It made the the climax seem less. Um, uh, oh, it it definitely does not have it the didn't gravitas have the impact. That, yeah, 
Yeah. No, it doesn't hold up to the beginning where he's where he's walking through the fear, and, you know, I am fear and out of the dark and and some of the other stuff with the the detective part. It it is kind of a letdown of the whole movie. The third act is is not as as good as could be. It does I, hold up in the fact I, that I don't put it as a letdown, but I do think it was a little underwhelming comparatively. Yeah. Well, that would be a letdown. Okay. If it's underwhelming, I want to be whelmed. If I'm not, I'm <laughs> I am let down. Okay. Uh, well, what I mean though is is like. Yes, he gets his his moral adjustment uh, come up. It's or his 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 growth where you know the, the he he attacks the guy in uh, the the Riddler clone. He's like, I am vengeance, and he's like, Ah, oh, fuck, those guys are copying me. I can't say that shit no more. <laughs> you know, they're all doing this because of me. And, you know, he gets that, and 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 then he also he becomes a he becomes a hero. He becomes um, someone that's not feared by the common man but look to as as a protector when he drops into the water and he's leading the people away and and carrying the i think it's a little girl or whatever he gets it he gets his i'm a hero moment so that's good and all i didn't care for the rest i didn't care for the whole just just how it's all set up i i really didn't care for the scene with the, all the guys up on top first off it's very poorly planned out like literally i mean if you've ever been in in a, like a, a big arena like that, people are gonna look up. It just it, it's just natural. Someone would have saw all those guys up there. Probably would have figured it out. Uh, the fact that they're all just kind of you know moseying in and just taking their time and he just it just didn't have any kind of like heart to it. It just didn't. It you're right. It didn't have the the feel of a like this is this is bad. This is not good. You know, it, it just. I don't know. Uh, a lot of people also are bringing up the fact that, you know, it it's could trigger people today because of the way things are in, in 2022 in, in the real world with, you know, mass shootings and, and online presence. And, and, and that's why they chose to tone, tone it down a bit. Is that what you mean? That I, you know, I don't know. And, and people are just questioning, you know, like, is this the right time? Was this written because of this? What I mean, what is it? What does it mean to people? And everybody's going to have a different take on it because everybody reacts differently and has different uh, interactions and connections with the the things that are happening in real life. Uh, I I just to me it just it looked kind of very. It almost makes it uh, you know dangerous. Unrealistic. Topic. Well, no, I don't. Oh, know. for sure. I, don't, I, I it, think it's 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 challenging. You you don't want it to be, you you know you. you I, I get so frustrated seeing movies that try to make a point and I don't think they get the point right when it's, you know, it's you know, a lot of these, a lot of the, some of the MCU stuff that we've watched, it seems like they're, they're especially those, what was that series that we watched it, where it seems like it's trying to do a, a, a poignant message with every episode. Um, and yet, and yet it's, it just doesn't seem to get it right. Um, and, <laughs> And I think that can be more dangerous um, than not doing anything at all. You know, when you when you get the wrong message out there, um, it can have a different effect. And that's something that even Batman is trying to. I'm trying to do something to help. And 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 look what right. it did. It created it created the Riddler. It inspired the Riddler to do what he thought Batman wanted him to do. You know, and 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 so it does become a risk for even a filmmaker to explore something like this. And. I, I don't know. Maybe he has a lot of audacity to 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 take a project like this on and and um, audacity. I, I mean, yeah. I mean, no, no. You're he, right. You're right. You're right, though. 
You're what right. What if you get it, it wrong? <laughs> you know, what if? Well, okay. Here's the thing, though. Is is okay? If if we if we go to the point where we say we're never going to make anything that someone may take incorrectly and and go and do something horrible, all movies will stop. Right. We, I get We you. won't sure. get anything ever again. No, I know. So, uh, yeah. and then the other part of it is is okay. Just because I make a vision and I have something and I put it out there does not necessarily mean that your opinion of it or your how you see it and how it affects you is what it is. It's 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 that's how it affects you. Like uh, you can't you can't put your reactions on something onto the other person and say this is how it is because I feel that way. It's like your feelings don't don't you know stop the world for for you know it's not just you. So. There's that part of it too, because uh, if that was the case, yeah, we would never get any movies, and and so that's why I hate when um, these movies try to make these statements, uh, these bold uh, statements that they do sometimes, because they take it from one aspect and and try and force feed it like, oh, this is how it has to be, and it's like, well, that's your interpretation of it. Yeah, everybody's. Gonna... When we watched the Captain America um, and Winter Soldier, I think that was something that. Yeah, I I got frustrated at the end because I thought it turned became too preachy, and it's it, <laughs> it was those that that is becomes a little bit. Yeah. Well, and we're getting a lot more of that. Uh, there's a lot more of the the social uh, justice put yeah. into shows and movies, and and a lot of the other political uh, outtakes and stuff like this. I, I think this one did a really good job. I didn't feel there was anything in this one that was overly like. Here's what I'm telling you, you know, and so I thought that was really good. Uh, but right. some it people felt it wasn't going after social justice. It was more like a, someone's personal journey trying to figure out yeah. what was right. And yeah, going from vengeance to hope is well, and, is a good step. And it's almost <laughs> it's almost one of those things too, where it's trying to say that hey, just because you believe you're doing the right thing in your mind, it may not be. It may it may it can be corrupted by someone else's how they take it, mm -hmm. right? And, you know, just. Just like every other, you know, thing that's going on today, right? Just just because it's it's how you think and how maybe some other people think does not always mean it's right for everybody. And 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 I'm not trying to make any statement about any one thing in particular. I'm just saying there's always two sides to every story. There's probably more than two sides. There's probably multiple sides. So just because it's your take does not make make it the the have all end all answer. So and I thought I I enjoyed the fact that this movie didn't do that. Um, Someone we haven't talked about this, and I was going to earlier, was uh, we talked, well, we mentioned her name, Selena Kyle, who is uh, <laughs> um, is uh, played by Zoe Kravitz, and uh, she is essentially Catwoman, even though we don't really, we don't really get that name for her. We, we get the one little line, uh, you got a lot of cats. Yeah, I like strays, <laughs> which I thought was hilarious. I thought that was pretty funny. Um, but, uh, you know, this is, this is a, an ongoing thing in the movies. Uh, the cat, the cat, uh, woman in Batman, you know, on and off again, love affair kind of thing. Um, and it's from the comics too. It's, it's always been there. Uh, this one, I had a hard time believing that she would want anything to do with him. Like it just, it seemed so rushed quick out of nowhere. All of a sudden, you know. Yeah, I wasn't that that enthralled by her character either. Um, I thought she was fine. I, I don't think it yeah. was a casting issue. I think it was it was it was a little um, the, the role the, the the writing was a little um, 
typical. I don't know. It didn't seem like it, 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 it explored much. Um, but I don't know what they could have done. I, I thought See, this is another this is another character where I thought like trim trim some of this. Maybe. Maybe and, it's it's maybe this is where social justice kind of forced their hand <laughs> in that in that they didn't have any female leads. This was their only female lead besides the uh, the mayor, uh, the the woman running for mayor. Otherwise, it would have been. Uh, so maybe they were they were just trying to to add. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean they could have had her as as a character, but maybe cut a little bit of it. That cut some of the time. Maybe cut out the romantic part of it. Like let that let that build naturally. Maybe maybe she's trying to work. Maybe maybe it's a a a. a partnership of convenience but there's not that love affair type part of it and let I them thought, kind of you know the kiss didn't bother me so much at, at first it did but on, on on repeat viewing i thought it was a little bit more um it, it fit it didn't seem like it was forced um it seemed in the moment considering well, everything that had happened um it it, it made sense <laughs> and it was it seemed like she was the one that kind of uh, so if I'm not mistaken, I thought I looked this up and and they might have been dating at one point when that was going on. Okay. And and that's kind of why it really like that it felt right. Like it felt like there was a connection there. I think the the actors brought that into the characters. I'm just saying story-wise to me it seemed a little forced. Like why would she all of a sudden fall into love with like he didn't do anything for her other than. What did like, you think of her uh, fighting style? Um, you, I actually thought she fought pretty well. I thought so I too. Thought, I thought they did a good balance between when when she I thought was she able, was better than that. When she was able to pull off some pretty good moves, it seemed like there was a reason why they worked, even though she's going up against people that are sometimes twice her size. You know, when she was able to connect with certain types of moves, yeah. and then other times. She wasn't when people would just, you know, when it was all about body mass, you know, and and and, and I thought they kind of balanced realistic. that pretty well. Yeah, I, I thought it was really good. I, like I said, the story to me with her was kind of weak. And, and this same this is that same with with the Oz Cobblepot. I'm screwing that name up. But uh, the penguin, basically, the two of them, I think, got a lot of screen time that like maybe if we had to cut that a little bit, this this could have been a two and a half hour movie instead of three hour you know, uh, you're not holding your pee as long trying to get through this movie. No. <laughs> um, you know, uh, and and they still could have had a strong like. This is something that like don't put that love story in there right away. Let it let it let it fester a little bit. Let it let it breathe. Let it let it come up naturally. You know, like have have her as part of this. Maybe have him going back and forth. Like you know, I love the fact that he's like she's wanting to kill the guy, and he's like, no, you know, don't 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 become this you know like that's a great moment yeah but that doesn't have to be followed by kisses and, and love like they didn't have to have the <laughs> i'm following you on the motorcycle and you then sound you like turn a left, short right. round too much love <laughs> yeah i mean it's just like they could have taken that out and 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 then maybe in the next movie have her come back and have another reason for them to kind of have this because that's from what i remember in in the comic books uh they do have a, a, a very tight love affair, essentially, where they really do love each other, but they also battle each other because she still wants to be a cat burglar, a criminal, and he still is Batman. So it's kind of this love-hate relationship. And you don't get that as much in this one, and I would love to see that played out more. One of the things, um, I don't know, did you ever play any of the, the video games, like the Arkham Asylum or any no, of those? No, I didn't. 
I, I know your son was big into games, and I'm not sure if that was one of the ones. That's one of the few games I've played a lot of that I was like, this is one of the coolest fucking games ever. And this movie was very much like like Arkham, where it was a lot of Riddler's clues all over the place. And Catwoman is part of that, and, and it's a lot of that where she comes in and they kind of have this spat, you know, where it's kind of like, I'm going to do this. And it's like, I got to stop you. And like, you can't stop me. And, you know, but it's not that like the flirtiness all the time and the, the, the just unwarranted love affair type stuff. And I think, like I said, this, this is still by far one of the top five Batman movies ever guaranteed for me. Top five, maybe top three. How many Batman movies are there? It's like 13, 14, if you include, like, the animated uh, okay. movie. There's a lot of them. Okay. There's a lot of them. Top five didn't seem like it was, you were you were giving it too much credit, but. Uh... Well, I mean, I mean, well, just, I mean, the Nolan ones are all pretty good. A lo- you know, a lot of the, the, the um, early Batman, I mean, this is including all of Justice League and stuff like that, too. Uh, I would say it's probably top three. I mean, rewatchability-wise, it's it's definitely in the top three. I've. I've I don't know if it's just because it's a more recent movie and those hold up better than some of the older ones, but um, this is this is right up there. I, I, I really, as far as Batman goes, now if we were basing this off of Bruce Wayne, this is probably one of the worst movies ever. It it didn't play the Playboy side of Bruce Wayne. It, pre- it played him off as a recluse, which is that it ever- didn't play him off as anything. He was a emo bitch that did. Uh, he was one of the worst Bruce Waynes ever. What he what? was never Bruce Wayne. What? He was Batman without the suit on. That's all it was. That's was, probably part of the. Did they did the comic book ever explore him as a uh, as a? I'm sure they, like I, that. Okay. I don't. I don't know. I, I haven't. I, I've maybe read ten percent of the books. If, if I'm, and I'm giving myself probably a, a big margin, uh, and I read basically in the mid '80s, so uh, I don't know for sure. I, I'm sure they probably have. Um, I think what it is 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 that. And a lot of other, I'm going off of what other people talked about on some podcasts and stuff is that this Bruce Wayne was not really a Bruce Wayne. He was basically Batman without the costume on, right? There, he he had no separation. He he didn't learn how to put on the mask, and when I mean put on the mask, to put on the 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 Bruce Wayne costume. I, I totally get that. In fact, I think that was almost purposeful the way they were trying to explore the the differences between. Bruce Wayne but there's also- and what what it creates when you when you throw your life into this vigilante justice in this in this crazy idea of a of a bat suit and stuff what does that do to your real person and you slowly lose who that real person is right uh, but you got to remember though Batman is supposed to be in a very very intelligent person right so a a detective or someone who can also play roles so he would have been able to at least play the role of Bruce Wayne put a suit on and not be so goddamn emo and not be so like oh sweet you know he just it was very very poorly done it's, and it's then on top to of to call it emo because that's yeah that's kind of the, the the terminology for that that kind of down down oh, woe is me. It, was, <laughs> it was like Eeyore in a suit like he he was he he was horrible but not the worst part about it though is his treatment of Alfred Okay, I don't know any iteration of any Batman where he was a such a dick to Alfred. Like that has always been one of those relationships that has been grounded as far as like this is this is Batman and this is what really he is he's that surrogate get father essentially. And he treated him so fucking poorly that it was like it, it just 
I thought there was a good. I thought there was a good arc to that that kind of explored the the the, the reason why he was he treated him the way he was, and it showed it it, it grew. It, I mean, there, there was growth there. So I I think if it, I think I don't think it was a flat relationship in in that the whole time it was one way. I thought we saw some growth in the end when he discovered some things about himself about his past that uh, I didn't see any growth at all. Okay. What 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 ruined it for me was is like I mean okay so in the beginning he's like you know he, we even get the fucking words you're not my father right okay I get it that you maybe you have a spat and then yeah we try to come back with it when he finds out he's gonna bomb Bruce Wayne and 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 uh, you know uh, he takes the he takes the bomb for him essentially but uh, the first you know he's sitting next to him in the in the um, hospital and the first thing he does when he wakes up is like you lied to me that's, not even yeah, like that's the worst that's part it. yeah that's that's so to me if there was any growth it took two steps back right there it's like i can see being mad at your father you know or your father figure and and you know we've all done it we stomped out of the room and oh i fucking hate you and i don't want to listen to you and and then you feel bad about it later or, or something happens. And this is essentially what it was is he, he had, he had cussed him out and he had left away and then something happened. He fucking, you know, got bombed because of him. And then he's still mad at the end. No, he should, he should have, what they should have done is when he came to, he should have fucking ran over there and hugged him and started crying seriously. And then pulled up and goes, but I'm still mad at you because you lied to me, but show the emotional, like, or, or, or even better, he'd been like, don't you ever fucking try and die on me. Like, you know, be mad because, you know, he almost bought the bullet, you know, but, t you know, he, but just that whole, you lied to me. That was fucking crap. Like, showed he didn't give a shit about him. I, you know, I agree. It, 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 it explored that. But I, I mean, it, it seems like you're taking this personally. I, I, I don't. I, don't I am. Know. I am. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I, I I find it more interesting as a film to explore these themes than than oh you're okay but to did, me that gets a little get a, gets a little maudlin and boring you well, know here we're exploring a young character again you're dealing with youth and and a father figure so it's it early twenties we're not think, talking we're I not think, talking twelve I, I know but early twenties someone, someone who has uh, who is isolated in a in within money doesn't have much of anything i think you're you're dead alfred i think calling him emo is very valid i think that's extremely valid um i think you're doing it as a negative connotation but i think i think that was something... no i was doing it as a physical okay it's but, that stupid uh, hair but yeah that and that's fine <laughs> but um but i think they're i think they explored it effectively and and you know they when you're dealing with someone that close, you tend to be more open with your feelings rather than, you know, we're going to hug it out, bitch. That's, that's, well, well, that's, that's a Michael no, Scottism from the office. But, <laughs> um, but, uh, but that's what I was saying is he didn't show any emotion or any I, love to him at I, all. Okay. I, I, I disagree. I thought he showed emotion and I showed love. But I think they when? came out in very, in very negative ways because he, he was in such a, a, a precarious situation with what was going on. So, so this, this is where I have a problem. This, then this should have been called Batman uh, minus five years. This should have been when he was a preteen bitch because <laughs> he's 20 something. He's old enough to fucking be out of that, that range. Now, 
also the fact that he he lost his parents when he was early, early teens right so this guy's been his father figure for 10 years taught him how to fight you know they've been through they've been through the ringers when you when you fight with someone right when you throw throw hands with someone you you get close you understand you know that 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 you know you hug it out at the end regardless of how you feel so this the only emotion he showed was when he was calling and got the maid and he was worried like i mean he literally like yeah. there was just but I, okay, but that's not showing. I mean, that's what I mean. Is is he should have been more appreciative the fact that he didn't die and show him that. And I think it, it you know, I, I it, agree. It's a bad, he should have been, bad, but I don't, I don't think that makes it a bad movie in that they're exploring. Oh, I think it this. does. I okay. think it's a horrible relationship that they show with Alfred because that's supposed to be one of the tightest relationship Batman has. Going back through all the like, if the one person in the world that meant something to him more than himself, it was Alfred. But these are the sort of things that create that bond, at, you know, and, and and solidify it when you get beyond them, and it becomes, you, you know, it becomes the basis of of uh, strengthening a relationship is when you when when you repair these bonds and come together even closer. And so, but they never showed repair. They never. Oh, all he did I was think they did. Tried. When. Well, the last the, thing you do is you get in the, the you get the, in the hospital where he's like you lied to me. Well, right in the end they're holding hands, so. The, I, I yeah, I was pretty weak. I'm I'm okay, sorry, but I, I, I uh, okay. That, I, I that think to me I was thought it was the, I thought it was well well uh, played. So. Um, I, that was one of the things I disliked most about it was the the treatment of Alfred. I thought, and I agree with you, Andy Serkis did an incredible job as oh, Alfred. Yes. Uh, I wish they would have had more of him in it, you know. Uh, but it, it just, it, it was one of those things is it wasn't, he wasn't in it enough. In, They've in, done some really good Alfred casting. I, uh, that was oh, Jeff, for sure. J Jeremy Irons played Alfred in... Um, Batman versus Superman and Justice League. And I was so yeah. upset that we didn't get to explore that relationship more because I thought he was, you know, and, and in, in that one, he was just a, he, he was, he had a cynical remark for everything that <laughs> Bruce Wayne would say. Um, you know, he kind of reminded me of, 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 uh, what is it? John Gilgood in, in, uh, in Arthur Dudley Moore. Um, Dudley Moore plays Arthur, the the the, the billionaire drunkard, and uh, yeah, do you remember yeah. that? And John Gilgood played the butler, and it, I remember it's like, as a little aside, do you want me to wash your dick for you, you little shit? You know? <laughs> <laughs> and and that's kind of uh, what that was kind of the Jeremy Irons approach to to Alfred. So uh, yeah. we didn't certainly get that with Andy Serkis. Andy Serkis, um, you, you know, really loved. Uh, Robert, you know Robert Pattinson's uh, Bruce Wayne, and, but you see it, and, and that's where I, I think that's, that's what hurts. Yeah, and the, well, and then, but he he did it regardless of the fact that that Bruce Wayne was not returning that, and uh, which I thought was an interesting interesting growth. So we're just on a different page here. I I, I thought it was uh, it was a it was an interesting exploration, and I think if they if they did it, if they hugged it out, it would have been a little flat for me. It would have been. I, I think, well, for one, I think it would have it would have uh, brought the Batman character up more. It would have brought the Bruce Wayne side of the character up more to show that he he actually has some kind of intelligence and 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 feelings and and more than than just this moody, you know, oh, I'm only vengeance and this is all like it just that's not the Batman. That's not in in 
like I said, maybe we get three movies out of this, and by the end of it, he's gotten through all of that, and, and we had to we had to deal with this to I get hope, there. I don't know. I, I'm I'm kind of nervous that they're gonna go go more the campy route just because of how they've teased the the Joker, and I don't. Want oh to- no, no. I I have a feeling if we get more of this, it's gonna. I hate to say it, it's probably gonna get more emo. <laughs> Uh, I hope it doesn't. Like, I mean, Robert Patterson does a great job as Batman. He he really does. We saw uh, him in uh, Tenant, and I thought the 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 performance he brought in that movie was really really. I think you even I liked just, it too. So uh, I might have. I can't remember him in it, but I was like, uh, the movie wasn't my favorite, so I don't remember. No, I know. I, I, I was he one of the main. Was he one of the main characters? He was kind of the James Bond kind of character that was floating around doing stuff. Okay. But, uh, uh, it was, it was, uh, he, his name wasn't James Bond, but it was, he was kind right. of that, that, uh, that, that side character. I can't remember his, his place, but, but he, uh, he pulled that off well. He did, and it wasn't an emo performance. And I mean, we've seen emo no. with, with uh, Twilight and, and I'm sure that was something he wanted to get away from. And he, I, I and he had to put a lot of trust into Matt Reeves because I'm sure he does not. Oh, no. He's not that interested in, in playing emo. He hated that after well, Twilight. <laughs> so that was why I was surprised it kind of came out so much. And he helped create this character. And they they, they based it off of uh, Kurt Cobain. Right? Okay. They, they, well, they even so had the, was, the, the Nirvana song at the beat. I love that. Yeah. Oh, my God. That was so good. That, to me, was one of the best. Uh, before I forget about it, I did want to touch on real quick. We had talked about Gotham, the TV show. Uh, the Alfred Pennyworth character in that is really good, too. Okay. Um, and, and, and this is where I think maybe that that relationship where I was talking about uh, there's 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 seasons in this and, and scenes and, and episodes where – uh, young Bruce, you know, 12-year-old, 10-year-old, 11-year-old Bruce, or, or maybe he's 13, 14, I don't know. I can't remember when his parents died. But early Bruce has those those fights and spats with him. But there's always that that comeuppance at the end where he shows that I was fucking wrong. I I, I, I love you, and, and I, I acted out in, inappropriately by showing you this anger. And so that's what I think was missing. Granted, it's a small movie. Maybe they cut some of those uh, other scenes and, and put a better scene with him, you know, showing the fact that, hey, at least I respect Alfred. And, and you know, other than just holding his hand, I think it's it was a little too little. So I just wanted to get that in there because he is another good character for the, the uh, Alfred character. Um, oh, we I think we, we haven't talked. Most- no, we haven't talked about Paul Dano. Uh, oh, shit. The we really haven't. <laughs> How um, do we get this far without? T- oh my God! Right? Okay. Who doesn't so have much FaceTime in this? You know, he, he's got he's got some. Uh, well, he's got mask, mask time. Mask time, right? <laughs> he. Well, okay. I I would go uh, as far as saying he is the second build in this. Like he he is the. He might even be more important to this movie than Batman himself. I I uh, agree. I, I think I think it's it's Paul Dano and Gotham City, and I think Batman <laughs> becomes kind of the backdrop because um, he's kind of a one note character, um, but I, I think a very dynamic character. But but no, I I agree. Paul Dano uh, and the Riddler. So, I, I, yeah, go ahead. So interesting <laughs> enough, right? We just did uh, There Will Be Blood. Right. right? I, I hadn't seen this, and this this was not too long ago. We we did this as a as one of our podcasts. Um, very much the same type of acting and character. There's some times when I was like, 
he sounds so much like the character from There Will Be Blood. It, I mean, you could almost oh, put okay. him over the top. Like when he the the scenes in the the jail where he's he's you know talking about Bruce Wayne and going on and then and then something happens and he screams no and it's <sighs> like I was like holy shit it's straight out of there will be blood like that guy has the range of uh, you know yeah, that was not tick-tack. how this was supposed to go I love that <laughs> yeah but I mean it, he's throwing his little tantrum but as yeah. the yes but as the character so perfect now this is a this is a new take essentially on the riddler riddler has always been a little bit more eccentric and kind of you know more about the riddles and more about the the clues and and trying to you know play the games and and stuff this is right. a little this is more, more straight out of zodiac the zodiac yeah and the zodiac really yeah, yeah. yeah sure and and it works and and this is why i think uh if they stay with this type of uh character uh adjustments right for for the villains you know we're gonna get less campy and more like holy crap this is on the verge of and uh, that doesn't bother you no because i think the comics really did go that way sometimes too and i'm okay with that like i think it's may great not be, but but yeah, it may some... not be everybody's batman like if you want if you want campy batman we got that we've we've got you know the 89 and and you know that that whole series of five we talked about them earlier there's those are all the campy right you know you want to get somewhere in in the middle you got the nolan you know uh uh batman and and if you really want it you know where it's kind of a kind of combination there's always the animated series which is are really good too you can always go back to the original like tv show from the from the 70s <laughs> you know if you really adam want west, some yeah yeah some adam west pow bang boom uh <laughs> you know that's that's where you get it but uh the comics have been kind of they've been more the dark darker side like especially i think when it started with frank miller and stuff like that sure it went really really dark um, and I think that's <laughs> a lot of people have been talking about this too. It's like, oh, I want a dark Batman, and you know, we get eighty nine. Oh, okay, you know, no, I want a dark Batman, and then you get Nolan. Or, oh, okay, no, I want, I want dark Batman, and then you get this one. And you're like, oh shit, I don't know well, if I can take any darker Batman. <laughs> and I think actually Zack Snyder tried to to leverage some of that Dark Knight, the Frank Miller, because because he he uh, put out the the stills of Batman versus Superman with uh. Batman in that big armor, you know, it's straight yeah. out of the, it's straight out of Dark Knight comic book, uh, where he's in that big, you know, oversized armor and the and the big uh, uh, bat light is is there and he's like looking up. I don't know. So, so that was another another kind of step in that in that direction too. But yeah, you're right. And I almost, you you know, to me, I really embrace the kind of realism that these sort of movies are going for. I like that. At the same time, I realize that they're further and further away from the the campy um, comic book style, and so I don't know if I'm, you know, just all right. Well, kind of if yeah. that's kind of my take on what I want to see. Uh, we still haven't gotten to Thor Ragnarok, which basically oh. turns that on in and says, no, let's bring back the camp and and yeah. make it epic. Um, so uh, so I think there's ways of exploring it in both ways. There's, there's ways of doing both. But Batman, I think it, it deserves deserves the dark side of it. Right. It, it's been it's done the campy we've, and we enjoyed it. It's done the mid range kind of dark, but campy. And we've enjoyed it. The supernatural, like the the belief, the, the super believable. And now this one, you said the, the word grounded. And that's a word a lot of people have, have used. Like this is supposed to be. Oh, this is this is what real life is. 
but is it i mean no no well it's this is more like this is more like the horror genre this gets into the the the, the dark uh yeah. under, underbelly and so no i think it's fair to say no it, I, I think it's grounded in that there's 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 a, a an attempt to explore a realistic way that that people behave based on you know the environment and if you're going to create this batshit crazy gotham you know what's that going to do to these people and so that's kind right. of what they've tried to do is really create this <laughs> i mean i was looking at uh, you know blade runner the you know the uh the 80, 1982 movie with with uh harrison ford that that explored this Original. this really um sci-fi but but dark sci-fi and that kind of reminded me of this. It's like take away the future and just throw it into, you know, and this isn't New York. This is, I mean, it's certainly based on New York, but it takes it, it takes it into, into its, into well, its, and that's, its own Well, and world. that's what I, that's why when people say that it, this is grounded in real life, I'm like, well, is it? I mean, it's, it, it has, it has less of a supernatural, like, I mean, we're not dealing with, you know, uh, penguins carrying little rockets off their backs or, you know, uh, you know, it's 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 less you know less of the mystical and I think in, more it's it's uh, like a psychologically grounded. It's like it's like let's try to think about how people are really going to behave when faced with this these sort of these sort of. Um, uh, okay, I'll, okay, I'll buy that. I'll buy that. I, I to me it was like, you know the I know people were you know we talked about it earlier the whole scene within the the gardens and stuff where they have all the the followers showing up all in the same you know riddler costume thing and all gonna start shooting everybody and like oh that could happen today and i'm like well really i mean i get it there's there's fanatics and there's people crazy online but i mean is it really at that point do we, we really believe that 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 someone so crazy would you know could get that much followers to go out and and really do that i you, so, you know I, it's i'm i can't help but be a little abused hearing you say that because that's I don't want to get political, but we did see, uh, you know, uh, exactly that, a, a person that kind of incited a whole bunch of people to go, uh, you know. I, but no, I, we, we're we talking armed people that are going to murder hundreds okay. and thousands of people. Uh, okay. I'm not, I'm not, I, I mean, I, I agree, I agree. Someone, I, well, we get that all the time on the news. Someone says something and then a hundred people, thousands of people go, oh my God, you're right. And let's go outside and hold signs and yell and chant and shit. That happens. But I'm talking about saying something and getting people to go out and murder people. Uh -huh. Murder hundreds of people. You know, get a bunch of followers just to go out and hang out at the top of a, a, a basketball pavilion and shoot people. That's where I'm saying is like, Let's be a little bit realistic. I, I'm not saying that there's not people out there that aren't crazy and that will do stupid shit. And yes, they are led by media and and people of influence because of whatever their you know status is as you know important because they're movie stars or internet stars or TikTok whatevers. You know, uh, but yeah, I, this this point of murdering people like I did, we have never seen that. I, I, I get where you're coming from, and, and I, I tend to, to agree. At the same time, I do think that there is a possible trajectory to get there, considering the some of the directions we're going with, with the way media has turned, you know, the way they're they're putting the news out there, uh, and things, and the and social 
social media and things on the internet has have really brought a lot of the people that are too afraid to go out. They give them a place to where they can uh, share their thoughts and and if times get darker and darker like they seem to have in Gotham City, um, you could find <laughs> you could find that that this could do exactly that. Um, so well. Maybe maybe that's what we need. Maybe we need some Elon Musk to step up and, and put on a suit and be a Batman. You know, I'm, I'm just saying there's a bunch of billionaires out there. Why haven't some of them stepped up and started taking a bite out of crime? Or or maybe maybe they, they have been and, and they're just in disguise or something. And, and uh... well, we've, we've, <laughs> we haven't heard any news of, of a Cape Crusader. I'm just saying. Okay. I mean. You hear this, Elon? You know, listen to our podcast and... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you can be inspired by <laughs> right I, I i will be your alfred if that's yeah. what it takes <laughs> yeah forget about twitter you know they've already uh done you wrong and, and it sounds like you're you're backing away from that so put on a oh i don't know a, is that the news on, news uh a few days ago he's, i think it was on friday the 13th he said uh he said he was backing off because uh because of some something to do with uh, the 5% of, of fake accounts wasn't accurate or something like that. So he's going to oh. evaluate. Uh, oh, I did see something about that. Yeah. Where it was like, they didn't disclose the actual number. Like it was, it was way higher than they said was. Yeah. It so. sounds like he's, he's trying to back out, you know, and he's, he's trying to <laughs> do it in a way that makes it look like it's not his fault. I, I, I don't, I don't know. I didn't follow it too closely, but, uh, um, but anyway, I, I don't either. Um, we were talking about uh, Paul Dano. Um, uh, one of the things that is interesting is that uh, they did just put him in a prison, right? So his character is still 100% there if they want to re revise him, which is, is a Batman tri uh, trope, you know? Like, he doesn't kill anybody, so... What, what, his, does it, his... what does it say about the Riddler and the fact that he did all this, he kind of created this whole scenario and then he turned himself in before the big climax you know why did he did why didn't he join them or does he think maybe that that it's okay, more effective is... to to rile them up i mean i'm i mean i maybe it's maybe it's just like you know like we saw with trump who kind of released the hounds on the Capitol and then left i'm not trying to make any political statement about that i'm, I'm sorry no no but, no no but i mean maybe there is something to do maybe there is a thought that that you know you, okay you so my enough. my thought my thought on this was is did he really like was he 100 percent thought that he would end up being arrested he said it in his uh in his blog at the end you know when he when he he goes hi there you know i love it when he comes out in his mask goes hi there and uh he, he starts talking to his followers and he says by this by the time the bombs go off i will be i will have been caught i will have turned myself in so he, he actually oh, says okay. i will have turned myself in um and uh, be in prison or something like that which is you know he's in the arkham they don't call it a asylum they call it like a prison or, or what is it? Yeah, well, I think no, I think it is. Um, no, it was Arkham Asylum because Arkham State that, Hospital, I believe, is what. It yeah, is. because uh, that's that's where they talk about uh, his father, right? Which is this is a new one where they they make um, Martha Bruce Wayne's father. Uh, yeah, she was part of the the um, Arkham's, and and was in Arkham essentially, and, and I guess that uh, the father built it for her essentially and so they make him out to be not such a good guy kind of thing and it's it's a new take on it but it, it's it is what it is 
um, it, it, I just, it's kind of a cool thing the way they set it up because it, it's it's the way the comics. Are. There's always a prison break and they're all back out and he's got to go do it all again kind of thing, <laughs> which is you know also an interesting right. like what the hell. Um, so uh, it is it. I'm I'm excited to see what comes out next. I I mean I'm really hoping for at least a minimum of three movies from from this this. Uh, I don't know if I'm that excited line. about that. I'm almost afraid really? that yeah. I mean I, I I thought this was almost a a good one off and sometimes you overexplore oh. characters and uh, and you uh, you can get. No, see, I think I think we need I I I think this is a good jumping point where we get young Batman where he is only Batman and and I think by the end of this he has to have realized that he can't just do it all from the suit he has to be able to put on the other mask which is the the Bruce Wayne mask and play that side of it and 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 work that side I think so that's is, where I want to speak of. so what does that say about the people that are complaining about the uh, the long run time you know it's like but you're asking for more movies um, okay so here's here's my take on this though I am not one to say I do not like long movies. I, I three-hour movie does not bug me. Does okay. not make me go. Other than the fact, sometimes if I have to pee, that is the only time I'll have any complaint. Is uh, if we're gonna have something three hours, I would love to have an hour and a half. Just give us a little five-minute intermission. Lawrence just, of Arabia did that, didn't they? When that was first released, it was like yeah, a four-hour epic, and they put a two-hour little yeah. little pee break in there. I don't. I don't even <laughs> need a two-hour. I mean, I need literally five minutes. Just just find a good spot and then let us you know just break and go it's it's just polite to do maybe someone <laughs> needs to go get some more uh, popcorn or or, or jujubes or something Have the little hot dogs yeah. come out and do a dance <laughs> <laughs> exactly um but it's like you know i mean Zack snyder when he did his his uh you know justice league release that was just ridiculous there was no need for that one to be that long i will have problems when the movie is so shitty and it's long just to be long um, that would at least you pause it, though, here at home. You know, you're not going to yeah. watch it on the big screen because they didn't release it on the yeah. big screen. Yeah. So I am not – there's a lot of people out there that are like, oh, my God, I, I want a two-hour movie. I want 97 minutes tight and clean. I'm like, no, nah, you know what? I'm okay having three hours. I really am as long as it's a good three hours. And this is a movie, like I said, I know I've talked about stuff we could have trimmed uh, in this, and I'm just saying that – we could have trimmed it because there's some stuff in this that is a little slow, and okay. you talked about pacing and that yeah. part of it. No, I agree. But it, I, I, I do. I was just trying to bring that up as a point, as yeah. maybe over overall. Like, yes, I want more of this, and and I've I've wanted more. I wanted more of you know Cap, or, um, not Captain, but uh, Doctor Strange. You know, the last movie we saw, I wanted more of that. Uh, there's usually not a movie where I'm saying, you know what, that was the exact amount I needed. I, I almost always I'm like, yeah, I could do some more. So, so with a three-hour story arc, what would you like to see? I mean, you probably, it sounds like you might you mean have some like, ideas. I mean, where, where, where do you want to... Oh, you mean like a three-movie arc? Well, so where, where do you want to see I, this I, was I Personally, I would love to see this next one. Um, you know, I, I think we need to go, because he was such a big part of this, I think we need to see the Penguin kind of uh, become the next, the next one that he is taking on. Like, he's trying to fill that hole of where Falcone was. Right, so he's he's up and comer, and he's he's pushing his weight around, whatever, and it becomes that battle between, you know, Batman and and the Penguin of of who can control the streets essentially, and so this is where we'll get a lot more hardcore fighting from Batman, right? It's a, it's a lot more action based, 
uh, you know, he's he's having to go in and just just fight with goons and goons and goons, and maybe it comes down to a big fight w at the end with him and Penguin. Now, you can bring back Catwoman for a little play in it, but I think she you just dabble her in, right? She's just a little seasoning on the top. It's not a big storyline with her. It's just enough to, like, yeah, I kind of still like you, but uh, you're still a bad person. Like, maybe maybe she comes in and he has to actually stop her from something, right? And it, and it tests their 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 relationship, Right, that's that's the second movie, and then the third movie. If you really want to bring in the the Joker, that's when you bring in the Joker, and and it's the big deal, and and this is where, you know, he has to uh, figure out where where he has to wear the the Bruce Wayne mask. Like he can't just do this by being Batman in the suit. He it takes it takes everything he has, which means he's got to be the detective, he's got to be the brute force in the the Batman suit, and he has to be that brain and that that behind the scenes working of Bruce Wayne and make everything work and you know and it's a battle between you know the the craziness of the Joker and maybe this is where you know Selena shows back up and uh, they're back together again something works and 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 it's it's a little more bought into like he, maybe he has to save her from something that she does and and it it brings more of that into it so that that's just kind of where I'd like to see it is is the growth is he has to go from being Oh, I'm kind of a detective. I don't really know what I'm doing. I kind of can fight. Now the next one is this is where he 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 learns and hones his fighting skills. Is the second one, and then the third one is his fighting skills don't get it done. He has to learn to be that diplomat on the other side of it, while he still has to be the detective. I um, I think I'd like to see big time gaps in between the movies, <laughs> like you know five years later or ten years later, and 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 so it becomes. A whole new Gotham, you know, all it becomes almost its own story. But you've you there's there's backstory that you can you can fill in the gaps to see how he became who he is now. But it explores a different side of his character. Um, I I'm, I'd be afraid of of a, a, a movie that took over where this one left off. I mean, oh yeah, no, I, I think it's like a two, um, it's it's a two year it's a two year gap. I right? I, I I would go I would go longer. I would do like. I would do five. No, that's ten, too much. That's too much. You, I, you still I, I want to stay in the. You still want to stay in young Batman. You don't want to get old Batman yet. You want young Batman. I, I don't know. I think I, that's just that would fresh just and raw. Fresh <laughs> and raw. Hey, did you see the uh, trailer they released for Orville, uh, the new season of Orville? No. There's oh a trailer. God, no. out. It looks <sighs> epic. It oh, looks man. epic. So. Since we're talking about a three-arc uh, series, I believe, <laughs> they call it, I think, Orville New Horizons or something like that. Or, um, but anyway, yeah, it's it's a full-on it's a full-on trailer. Oh, it's like a three-minute. I'm 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 down. I'm I'm gonna search that as soon as we're off the podcast. <laughs> and it's, uh, it's coming out like next month. I think it's almost here. It's like that's great because I need something to watch. Uh, I'm so ready. We we've uh, pretty much ran our gambit of stuff to watch. We did start watching the new Star Wars or not Star Wars Star Trek on uh, uh, Paramount. Um, the new uh, it's like uh, new new discoveries or it's it's with Pike. Pike sure. is the captain. Did you watch Picard uh, season two? Not yet. No, I just okay. I can't I can't get excited about it. <laughs> it's got Q right. Uh, the yeah. yeah. It's it's still the the first season left such a bad taste in my you, mouth that you it's... know I I went and I looked up season two Picard to see how it fared and I looked on the like the critical reviews and it kind of did the same thing as season one where it started off really strong and then it just went flat at the end it's it's like oh no I don't even know if I want to get involved if it's gonna fall flat like that uh, something I heard was uh, uh, um, 
Patrick Stewart was uh, he didn't even want to go promote it. Like, oh, too bad. Yeah. I was like, wait, you, this was your baby. You were the one that pushed for this. And now you don't even want to go promote. I'm like, oh, it's got to be going bad. Oh, let's so, see that. Okay. Uh, it's either that or he's just getting too old. I think well, that someone also said that too. Well, it's it's Monday night uh, that we're doing this. Typically, we do this on Wednesday. <laughs> late. Right. And and uh, and I I always they, they I'm I'm doing a podcast instead of watching the latest uh, episode of Better Call Saul, which drops every Monday. Oh night. no! So uh, that's, oh, I see. That's, we're, that's, we're getting yeah. we're getting into your entertainment time here. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I, although I, I, I think I still got to watch. Uh, I, I don't have that much time to finish uh, Iron Fist season Iron two. Fist. So, so we got two I, days. We got two days. It'll be a debate on whether I watch uh, the new episode of Better Call Saul. I, I probably will tonight. Oh, cause, yeah, I cause think I, you would. Because yeah. they're like on episode six. I think it's a it, they're, they're splitting this last season up into two parts. And, and so there's like a couple <laughs> more episodes and then another month or two break. And then they'll release the last ones every week. So but this is the last season and it's supposed to. Yeah. Somehow, tie I've heard into good. Better I've calls. heard, or I've heard, I've heard good things about it. People, I love people it, but it's it. it's a slow burn. It's not like it's not. I'm. It's it's. Although you weren't a huge fan of of Breaking Bad, so uh, I liked the show, but I hated the characters. So it was it was a it was a love hate relationship. Okay. I really I enjoyed the story, and I I I watched it, and I was like, okay, but well, it was this, also one of those. This doesn't have Brian Cranston or or, or the or his, his partner in this. It, it explores uh, Saul Goodman and his rise up as a as a lawyer, and also Mike uh, Erman Trout, uh, the oh right 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 the brother the the muscle of uh, yeah of the Chicken Man and also the the Chicken oh, Man okay. guy. Uh, I say the chicken man because he's the he's the drug dealer. Yeah, he the, owns the chicken <laughs> the chicken place. And the wasn't he chicken. also uh, he was also in the Mandalorian too. Uh, that was yeah, that's movie. right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. All right. Well, we'll we'll wrap this up so you can go uh, get your entertainment in and uh, and then uh, this way I can let my wife back into uh, my <laughs> room, which I call our studio. Um, no, uh, this was fun. Um, I'm glad we got to do this one, Batman. Uh, I like doing the new the new releases because they're they're usually fresh and and just fun to do i like how uh, we explored i mean you know you, we both liked this but we we certainly didn't give it all a positive you know oh feedback. no for sure it's, it's, it's kind of more interesting to explore the raw corners that you know the things that the the, the rough edges that don't quite suit, we suit more well. about, uh, yeah we talked more about what we didn't care for but we still liked it like like i said you you watch this five times i probably have seen it at least that it, it's very watchable very yeah. rewatchable um and yeah, it's it's one of those things is like the good stuff is so good that it's like the only thing to really to bring up a crazy conversation is like, well, what didn't I like about it? And, and it's and it's mostly because we we had dislikes in different avenues. Yeah. Like there were certain things you didn't like that I did and, and back and forth. And that's good. That's that's that that means it's hitting on all cylinders in a way because it's it's attracting people with different likes for different and i think reasons. it's exciting to make a a, a fresh a, a movie like batman that's been around for for so long <laughs> and still come up with a fresh fresh approach something that's going to make it uh, worth worth seeing and worth discovering something new about the characters yeah yeah and I, I i knew you would like this just because i knew the visuals were were right up your alley this was a a, a filmmakers type movie in the aspect of uh, the visuals were so stunning. A um, little drawn out, but but stunning it, it nonetheless. Was, and I and I think a visually stunning movie can still have drawbacks if you have pacing issues or if it's not an interesting yes. uh, story. So, so uh, I I I hope hope I'm not 
too. Uh, I don't. I don't come across as too much of a uh, of an egomaniac to think. Oh no, you're a, you're not a, a movie snob at all. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I, I, that's what I mean. Is I knew you would like this because of that. Where uh, to me the story was so much. And, and this goes into my own personal history with Batman as a as a character. And and you know what I've always wanted from him, and that was that detective side, and and I got that. And so that to me was. The, like like I said, it was that was the the best part of it is is getting to see him. I wish I would have, I wish they would have done it even a little better. Like take a little bit of that um, uh, Sherlock Holmes uh, detective. You know we got the the Robert Downey Jr. Sherlock Holmes movie where he you know we get a oh. little bit of his his in the head kind of thinking of what he's gonna do and how he. I would have loved to seen some of that in this a little bit. Um, I think that would. You don't have been want really the cool. Benedict Cumberbatch uh, version of Sherlock Holmes instead? Come on. No, no, he can he can uh, stay doing magic. Uh, <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, uh, thank you for uh, if you're still around, and uh, thanks for listening to this episode. Uh, always uh, subscribe, like, and and um, leave a review on any of your podcatchers uh, that you listen to. Uh, we really appreciate it. It helps us out a lot. Uh, you can email us at the.hwsi.podcast at gmail.com if you have any questions or suggestions or just want to bitch at uh, Steve for his uh, takes on movies. <laughs> <laughs> kidding, kidding. You can write to any of us uh, uh, if you don't like any of our takes or if you do like our takes. I would love to hear that too. Um, join us next week when we are back to the MCU with Iron Fist Season 2, uh, 10 episode uh, now on Disney+. Plus. Used to be part of the Netflix uh, MCU. Um, luckily, it's if you've missed it, it's uh, they're still out there and able to watch. As long um, as you don't have the uh, parental filters turned on that block your access to. Uh... Oh, <laughs> like I, they're like, do you want to set this up? I was like, nope, I do <laughs> not want to set that up. There is nothing on Disney Plus that I need to worry about watching. Well. We've got yeah, Iron Fist two coming out. And we're just doing that in actually in a couple of days because we're we're a little behind on this two one. Two days, two days. But, uh, I, I I'm gonna try to find something good to talk about because I'm I'm really struggling and I don't like the movies the the podcasts we do where we're just bashing bashing <laughs> bashing without. I mean. <laughs> oh no, I'm not gonna. It's not gonna be all bashing. There's there's some good stuff in it. I I. I fully believe there's some good stuff in it i'm yeah and then after that uh episode 30 and 31 (laughs) (laughs) are 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 open at this point um i know we had talked about uh eventually getting to um oh what was it we were uh, we're gonna do the uh so what's the uh patrick swayze one um roadhouse roadhouse Roadhouse. Roadhouse. that's what i was just trying to think roadhouse Roadhouse, and i want to do sideways so we're going to do kind of our our bro pairing uh yeah uh, series which which yeah. come from different I think that'll be fun but uh, we can we can work out the the timeline so those, on, on those, those may those may yeah those those may be in the next couple of weeks here cool. or like I said email <laughs> us and let us know what you want to hear or join us on our Facebook group uh, we're on there too uh, you can find it at the uh, HWSI podcast all right well I think that's it Steve uh, right, we've uh, beat this one to death in our in our big metal suit (laughs) (laughs) bang pow uh yeah adam west style (laughs) sounds good hail caesars everyone hail caesars what does that mean